You're listening to The Powerful Creator Show with your host, Cheryl Sosnowski. If you can conceive it and believe it, you can achieve it. And now, here's your host, Cheryl Sosnowski. Linda, thank you for joining me. Good morning, Cheryl. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to get to know you and for our listeners to get to know you. So before we begin and dive in, the first thing that I like to ask and as our springboard question is what it means to you to be a powerful creator. I love that question. Um, So what it means for me to be a powerful creator is to understand that my vibration and frequency has everything to do with what I put out and what I get back and that that um, is my true currency and that there is no right or wrong. There's aligned or misaligned. And once I have those standard little theories in place and mindsets in place, then I feel like I understand I'm a co-creator of my reality and I live up to that. Mm, I love that. So I like that you said that you're either aligned or misaligned. That's a really good way of looking at things. Thank you. So what does it feel like? Like tell, tell our listeners a little bit, like, what do you do? What's your job? And what does it mean to be in alignment versus not out of alignment? How do you know? So I'm an educator um, and I left the actual classroom to write a book. So I'm an author. Um, And now I'm on my online entrepreneurial journey and I have just begun to create a documentary series. Um, And so all brand new things that have all been created from my understanding of what co-creation means and um, how to really match your vibration. So how you know if you're aligned or misaligned is your emotional GPS, right? So when you feel that we, we have so many names for things that it gets really complicated and foggy and it doesn't have to be, you know? So we're like, oh, de- you know, I feel like maybe this is the wrong decision. I have that gut feeling, that instinct, that intuition. All of those words are the same thing. They're a way for your energy and your body to speak to you and say, we're doing great, keep going in the right direction. Or perhaps, you know, for what you've asked, because I believe it's all returning your intentions back to you. So for what it is you have asked to create in your life, it would be better if we went down this path. And so it's the needle on the compass that allows you to know if you're heading towards your intentions or away from your intentions. At least that's my definition. I love that. And I feel like, I think that's totally true. And I don't know, I don't know if it's true of everybody, but I know that in my life and my journey and my experience, when I ask for something or or set my alignment or my intention to my actions to line up to a vision that I'm holding, that oftentimes I'll be tested in a way or a lesson will come in a way that's very unpleasant. And it's like, that's the learning experience. And I think that that's where a lot of people get this aligned or misaligned thing wrong is that if it's difficult, it must not be the way. So I would be, I'm curious if that's your experience also. Oh man, a hundred percent. And that's probably how, you know, in the 10 years that I drove my life on autopilot and was completely unhappy and unsatisfied with my marriage and my life, I would say that was probably my mindset. And when I took responsibility for what wasn't working and when I created more self-love within myself and realized 
what exactly what you're saying, just because it's difficult and hard does not mean it's misaligned. And what is it, you know, I, we get so caught up in the, how is it going to happen? So we have an intention and it seems so far from where we currently live in the present moment that we're just like, there's no way I can fill the gap because we're trying to figure out how it's going to manifest in our life. Like I can't get that house of my dreams. There's $50 in my bank account in there, (laughs) kind of there right now. And, um, you know, and so when you realize the how is not your problem, the universe will figure that out for you. Your job is to stay in your lane, be clear about your intention, and then allow your emotional and energetic systems to guide you. Now, it could be challenging. It could be difficult. One thing I have learned from writing Reboot Your Life and seeking out people who have, you know, either I've been seeking out people or they've come to me, the message has been the same over and over and over again, when we hit that rock bottom, when we hit the low, when we crash, that's when our greatest magic strength, the parts of us we never got to know before, emerge Mm -hmm. from that dust cloud. And so I think it's the challenges that bring us to our full potential. So those are not to be avoided. They're just to be used intelligently with awareness you know i driving on autopilot is what will keep you from what you are looking for in this life yeah 100 percent. and i like you know the the question of how that you said don't don't ask how and i love that because i know when i when i try to answer that question i'm only answering from what i know or from my brain and it's so limiting and it's so small and it's based on what i already know it's based on current experience or past experience because i can't see into the future so it sounds like you took a really giant leap with your you mentioned your book reboot your life and then you took a huge leap from being an educator to being an author and a documentary. I'm so curious about these two things in your life. So I would love to hear how you, what made you take that step? What made you feel like it was finally time to jump out of the nest, so to speak, and change your life? Um, Yes. So it's just, as I said, it was my low point. It was the moment of awareness when I just thought, this is not the life I dreamed of as a little girl. This is not how it was supposed to feel. Why do I feel so disconnected from myself? Mm -hmm. And I knew that there was more potential in me that was untapped. And I finally said enough is enough. I'm tired of being tired. I'm sick of being sick. And I can't give this as an example for my children any longer. So I decided to step into myself. Now I'm shortening the curve because the process was actually arduous and painful. Um, But in a few compacted words. That was basically the premise. And what I realized, one of the reasons that I had hit rock bottom amongst many reasons, um, the two biggest ones were blaming others and not taking drastic responsibility for the choices I had made. And secondly, it was seeking others to give me the love, validation, and permission that I was not giving and honoring in myself. And once I made myself a priority and learned to speak to myself as my own best friend, things began to unroll. And what I found was I started working in the middle of the night towards what is it that I like? What is it that I want to do? Because I I didn't know the answers anymore. And little by little, I started to uncover this book inside of me that was the journey of how I came back from the bottom. And it was just this light started to spark inside of me. And I was like, there it is. There's that spark. There's that light Mm. that I had just kept 
extinguishing and extinguishing. And it wanted to come out and it wanted to be part of my experience. And then it got to the point where I thought, why am I doing my nine to five job and allowing my passion and soul's purpose to be my side hustle? And it was fear. That's the truth. You know, we tell ourselves it's a whole lot of other things and I'm not negating that time and money are factors. But what I'm saying is at the end of the day, if you're going to give time and money towards anything, why not make it your dream instead of someone else's? And I just finally said, I'm going to put these things front and center and I'm going to see how this turns out for me because no more. You get one shot and I, I'm going to like squeeze all the juice out of this, this lemon because... I started believing in what I could create. Just mm -hmm. like you said, I believed I was a powerful creator. And once you believe that, there is nothing that can stop you. Oh, girl, I 100% agree with you so much. And it sounds like our journeys have been very similar that I was in corporate America for years and walked away. And um, blame and self-love. And I remember, you know, I think a lot of people don't understand the whole concept, exactly what you said, that we were taught to look for things outside of us mm -hmm. to fulfill our inside when really it's an inside out job. And I remember when I went to um, uh, a mindful self-compassion workshop and I remember sitting there just thinking, I'm allowed to love myself. I'm allowed to talk nicely to myself. Like that was like a news flash for me. I was like, I did not know that this was a thing. And that was life-changing for me. That was a turning point in my life. And it sounds like yours was really similar in taking that responsibility. So you wrote this book, you decided to write this book and go for what you love and just jump all in. And are now you said you're working on a documentary. I am. I am working on a documentary series because um, what I have unraveled through this Reboot Your Life and the people I have encountered and met who have done their own life reboot is probably the most inspirational, juicy. It's what I believe I was put on this planet to be and do. I was meant to you know, it's something I've done since I was a little girl, just like, tell me your story. I've always wanted to know the behind the scenes, you know? And um, I think that we are lucky enough, although extremely chaotic, to live in a time when consciousness is a word that everybody speaks and doesn't mean everybody practices, but at least it's a, it's a word that's used and mindset and self-love and awareness. And for those things, I believe that we could really sh showcase those everyday heroes more and inspire. The world needs more light. The world needs more inspiration. The world needs to know that you don't have to be rich and famous. Okay. Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, you don't have to be rich and famous to be worthy of a life well lived. You don't have to start at the top, anywhere that you are in life, any age, any phase, in this moment, if you are breathing, you, are, you have the opportunity to pivot and change and create something new. And I just think that sometimes we don't even know about our full potential and our full magic. And we are on this planet as a collective, you know, we weren't put here as a party of one. We were put here as a party of many. Mm -hmm. And I believe that that is because we are meant to teach each other and help each other and take each other on this ride, 
you know, that is why so many people have turned their mess into their message because once you live it and once you experience it, the whole point of that experience is for you to then turn around and say, is there anybody else who is going through this? I can help. Yes. And I want to just make that my life's work. Oh, oh my gosh. I love you. I, okay. So there's so many things I want to say and thinking about that. You're so on point, but I want to go back to something here and discuss this essence of the spark, that divine spark, that spark that makes you feel alive, that spark that you know that you are in alignment and you are taking action and that you're on the right track. What does that feel like? How has your life changed by acknowledging that spark and living it? Uh, Completely. And I think that that spark feels different for everyone and it felt different for me when I was just coming out of the dark than it does today. Mm. And I think that the word spark is synonymous to the word vibration, right? When we are in alignment, our vibration is high and therefore we feel that spark. So it's all like one, one machine, one piece. And for me, it was that connection to like to spirit and, and, and to earth, you know, it's like when everything, when you can pull from the, from God, from space, from the universe, and you could pull up from the ground when, and just you be that tether in between the two. Um, to me, that's a spark. And we know it because we were given this divine ability to kind of know when we're off and know when we're on and know when it's like falling in love. I guess that's the best example to use because that's something we can all tap into. Not all of us have found our soul's purpose or our soul's mission, but most of us either, if you haven't even fallen in love yet, you've had that kiss or that interaction with someone on an intimate level. And they say it was like fireworks because it's a spark. It's a divine heart opening that is a way to know you feel it you're like wow i feel like i'm living heaven on earth you know people will say that and heaven on earth is possible even outside of romantic love Mm -hmm. heaven on earth is possible through your work it's possible through just existing it's possible through being a parent it's possible through being a friend but most of all it's like we don't need a role to define the ability to create a spark within us. And that was where I found myself. It was, can I be, can I just be Linda? Can I have a moment with myself where I bring out the best in myself? Can I have a moment with myself where my inner dialogue is compassionate and loving and kind? When you can do those things, when you want to do something and the only person you are proud to tell or prove it to is yourself, then you're kind of there, you know, you're in that flow. I'm not always there. And it has taken me 45 years to even get to this point. Mm -hmm. But I know I wake up each day. I have a timer on my phone and I set it. And that timer is a reminder to me. How are you? Where are you right now? Are you conscious? Are you vibrating? Do you feel stuck? Do you feel stifled? Are you afraid? And if you're afraid, what is it that you're scared of and what's the worst that can happen? Mm. That's what I was telling you earlier is that my month mission is to conquer some fears because I think once we realize that it's not as scary as we've led ourselves to believe that our imagination created an outcome far worse than the real 
outcome if you had put one foot in front of the other and tried it, you begin to redefine fear because you realize what I think is going to take me down might just rise me up. And you begin to have this positive interaction with fear. You use it as a propellant for your, for your spark instead of like a water to just put out the flame. 100%. And fear is, fear is so powerful. And I, you know, everybody's heard that saying the obstacle is the path. And I really believe that it's those ways that fear is like the way shower of the way that you're supposed to go. You're supposed to go try that thing. And when you don't, that's when you keep yourself stuck and you're not in the flow. And I know exactly what you're talking about, that feeling of being in a space where things feel like you feel like your channel, like you said, that tether between heaven and earth and your channel and you just, it flows and it feels easy. Even if it's hard, it feels natural. That's right. Yeah. I love and that. And you know, when we meet a person that we're, we have chemistry with, we get that feeling, that nervous feeling we're afraid because it means it's, it's, it's worth something. Mm. If we walk by someone and there's no feeling, no fear, no anything, there's no connection. The fear means you're connected to whatever it is you're afraid of. Mm. I, that's really interesting. And it's like, it's that vibrational attraction and what you're talking about when you, when you raise your frequency and increase your vibration, that you can only attract into your life what you resonate yourself, right? And like somebody can only love you as much as you can love yourself. And it's really an interesting um, way to step into. So when is your documentary going to be released? Um, I just, just literally don't have any idea because it is at the very, very, very creative state. I have just started it. I've just now have a calendar full of interviews of people that I am... Um, reaching out to, to be guests on the show. I've reached out to a few people in my past movie. Um, I was in the movie business before I ever became a teacher. And so now I'm just putting out the feelers, but it's, it's exactly aligned to what we're talking about. When I started to seek, because I started a podcast and when I started to reach out and say, if you have a story of a way that you reinvented yourself, a way that you brought back your spark, a way that you rebooted your life, because that was my concept and my brand. And that's what I want to speak to people about the stories that evolved from that and flourished from that were so unbelievable that I was like, this is bigger than this. This is something that needs to be visually represented. It's something that needs to explode and inspire and motivate the masses. And it's that feeling you get when you've hit that aligned flow state where my whole body was like, yes, yes, it, this is your calling. You know, that's, that's it. That's when you know, and then there's no turning back on, you'll go through anything. Fear is just like, you become a superhero because you're so determined. You're so aligned. It feels so good within your system that it's hard and it's scary, but there's this force, mm. this a spiritual force behind you that's saying like, there are no boundaries, no barriers to reaching this outcome. This outcome is already existing in another timeline and it will be yours. So you just start to like already live in its presence. Uh, do you feel like... Um... When you stepped into this space, and like when you when the when you got the 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 down I call them downloads. When you got the I do download, too. I do too. 
Of course I do too. Of course you do. When you get, when you got the download for the documentary and you felt that feeling that you're like, oh, this is the thing. Did it have a feeling for you of being so obvious? How did you not see it? Yes. It had the feeling of, oh my goodness, everything in my entire life since February 5th, 1975 has led to this moment. Yes. That's what it felt like. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not crazy because that's my experience <laughs> <too>. <laughs> Not to me. Other people too that I've talked to that are really living in purpose and living in purpose on purpose. And it's also this, this willingness that if you follow the spark, if you follow and get into the flow, that for me, that my analogy is I always say like, I'm walking on a path and I'm enjoying the path, but I'm also open to recognize when something presents itself that I didn't see and to know that it's okay to follow that path. So has that been your experience? A hundred percent. I, um, you know, I, I met my best friend four years ago when I went on this self-love journey and her and I actually came from a very similar background and we decided to start a YouTube channel called Soul Seekers TV, where we talk a lot about modalities and healing arts and all this stuff. Um, And it's one of the greatest things because what I learned in that journey, what I'm learning through that journey is messages. You know, Pam Grout talks about it in her book, E Squared. And just when you ask, Uh, Joe Dispenza talks about it all the time in his meditations. It's telling the universe, I have complete faith and trust in the fact that you're going to take care of the how, when, where, and why. I just need to come up with it. My job is to get real clear on what I want, to start to feel the emotions and what it would be like to live in that timeline, in that reality. And then you're going to take care of the rest. In fact, you're going to take care of the rest in such a magical way that I never could have expected or thought of in my own little human brain. And when you believe the the stuff you say, when you say that and you're like, okay, and now I'm so excited for you to send me some signs and messages about the fact that you heard me, it's received and I'm on the path. Crazy stuff starts to happen. You see things (laughs) that you're like, it's the matrix. You start to see the glitches in the matrix because you're so connected to source. And I think that it's so, if four years ago, someone had tapped me on the shoulder and had this conversation you and I are having right now, it wouldn't have penetrated because I just wasn't awake. And so what my advice is to people who are listening going, you know, it just seems like, I don't even know what you're talking about. That's unattainable for me. I'm just, then you put one foot in front of the other and ask yourself, what would it take in the next hour for me to put a smile on my face? What would it take in the next hour for me to say one kind word to myself? What would it take? And you just keep challenging yourself for one thing you can do in the next moment to create some sort of resonance inside of yourself to yourself and for yourself. Mm. And I promise that's a decent starting point because if a best friend spoke to me the way I used to speak to myself, she would not have been my best friend. She would have been my mortal enemy. Yes, 100%. And when, we went to, when I went to the Mindful Self-Compassion, that's what they had you do with a perfect stranger, is write down a situation and then exchange the situation with the person you don't even know and then put them down for this experience they had and talk to them the way you talk to yourself. And it was like, 
I was like, I cannot say to you the things I say to myself. I, and then it was like, oh, well, if I wouldn't say it to a stranger, why do I say it to me? What a great exercise. It really, really, really was. And it was very eye-opening and just, yeah, that self-love piece is so important. And really I always, is. you know, like the Bible says, love your neighbor as you love yourself, right? And I always say, well, that assumes that you love yourself. And I think <laughs> that that's such a problem in our society is there's not enough self-love to love your neighbor, a hundred percent. I think that's why people do treat their neighbors poorly is because they treat themselves poorly and they think that that's acceptable behavior. Mm. And, you know, I, I don't know if anybody's seen, I don't know if you've seen it. I have children, so it's in my repertoire, but the movie Brave, um, oh, one of the yeah. things that is so powerful to me that I actually like bring into my everyday life from that movie is the wisps. Because for some reason, that part of the movie where these little lighted orbs whisked through and she had to follow them because she could like hear their whisper and see their light. And she, she, all she had to do was follow those wisps. It, it rocked me to my core because I felt like that's it. That's, that's what we need to do. We need to hear and follow the little wisps um, because they truly are there for us. And it's like in this, you know, those messages, those synchronicities that we call, um, oh, well, it's just a coincidence. Well, what is a coincidence? That all the things in the world just happen to align in divine timing to just pop into your reality? Because if you're calling that a coincidence, that's fine. But when you break it down to what it is, it's still a miracle. Yes. Yes. There's a, a quote, and I'm trying to remember it as you were saying that, and it's something along the lines of, um, coincidences are God being incognito, something like that. I love <laughs> that. It's so true. <laughs> it's or being in costume, something like that. But it's, yeah, I love this conversation. I could talk to you for another hour easily. You're so amazing. Mm. You're a magical soul. I love your brain. Thank you. I feel the same way about you. Heart, your fight. You're awesome. I love your work in the world. Thank you. Uh, so tell, speaking of your work in the world, how can people find you? Where can people connect with you? So people can find me. The book is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. There's Nook and Kindle and every, and no matter how you read a book, you can find my book available that way. And, and they can called. reach me through my website, which is lindacrowsbarnett.com. Mm -hmm. um, and through the website, they can also get a signed copy of the book and they can see all the different projects I'm working on. So um, I am currently doing some online group coaching programs awesome. um, because I feel like as an educator and kind of expert of my own reboot system, um, I have the expertise to help someone re, you know, just start up their momentum on a reboot and to get that process going to dig a little deeper. Um, and then ultimately this will all lead to the documentary series. Amazing. And the name of your book again is Reboot Your Life, correct? It's called Reboot Your Life, Bring Back Your Spark. Bring back your spark. Perfect. And follow your wisp. I love that. What a beautiful analogy. It actually gave me goosebumps. I really like that. <laughs> Great. You and I are going to follow our wisp and I have no doubt that our paths will converge I again. We did. <laughs> yep. yep. I have no doubt. Linda, I really appreciate your time and you being here and just getting to know you. You're an absolute delight and joy and light in the world. We're so lucky. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm honored to be here and thank you for sharing my light and bring me into your vortex. Oh, thank you. All right. Have a good day. You too. You've been listening to The Powerful Creator Show with Cheryl Sosnowski. Subscribe at iTunes or go to PowerfulCreatorShow.com and join our email list so you never miss a future episode. Have a powerfully creative day.